I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of George Bell. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution and comfort. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 83 on page 378 of the prayer book. Hold not your tongue, O God, keep not silent, but rouse yourself, O God. For behold, your enemies murmur, and those who hate you have lifted up their head. They have conspired secretly against your people and taken counsel against your cherished ones. They have said, Come and let us wipe them out, that they may be no more a people, and that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have brought their heads together with one consent and are aligned against you. Verse 17. Let them be disgraced and dismayed evermore and more. Let them be put to shame and perish. And they shall know that you, whose name is the Lord, are alone the Most High over all the earth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about George Bell. He was born in 1883 in Hailing Island, Hampshire, England. Studied at Christ Church, Oxford, and then Wells Theological College, and was ordained at Ripon Cathedral in 1907. 
He had a curacy in Leeds, ministering to the industrial workers who populated the city. But in 1914, he had a significant career shift when he was appointed to be chaplain to the Archbishop of Canterbury, Randall Davidson. This appointment included a commission for him to become an international and interdenominational ambassador to create relationships between the Church of England and other Protestant churches. See, George Bell had been introduced to the idea of ecumenism, working for unity among the disparate branches of Christianity while he was in seminary. And he also had promoted this kind of unity during his curacy in Leeds. And in 1924, he was elected as Dean of Canterbury. He instituted the Canterbury Festival of the Arts, promoting national and international artists, including writers such as Dorothy Sayers and T.S. Eliot. And Eliot's play, Murder in the Cathedral, which is about the life of Thomas Becket, was commissioned by George Bell himself. And then in 1929, he was appointed Bishop of Chichester. And here is where he became a leading world figure. You see, tensions were growing in Europe. And in November of 1933, Bishop George Bell was introduced to a young German theologian and Lutheran pastor named Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Bonhoeffer was more than 20 years Bell's junior, But although he was only 27 at the time, Bonhoeffer had already established a reputation for himself as a rising star in the circles of German academic theology and philosophy and was a prominent leader of the anti-Nazi movement within the German church known as the Confessing Church. Bell and Bonhoeffer quickly became close friends, and Bell became one of his most important supporters. In 1934, Bell signed his name to what was called the Barman Declaration, written by Karl Barth, which unequivocally denounced as heresy the idolatry and ethnocentrism and nationalism which was within the Nazi party and its influence on the German church. Bell used his role as a member of the British House of Lords, remember, certain bishops would be appointed to the House of Lords to serve in Parliament, and he used that office to publicly critique the ideology of the Nazi party and to lend his support to the faithful Christians of the Confessing Church in Germany who resisted it, and also to the Jews who were suffering under Hitler's regime. Bell also was critical of his own government for their own use of what he saw as unjust war practices, such as area bombing that targeted citizens as well as soldiers, and for refusing to support those within Germany who sought to overthrow Hitler and seek a peaceful resolution. In one of his speeches in the House of Lords in 1944, he denounced Britain's area bombing of Hamburg and Berlin with these words, Why is there this inability to reckon with the moral and spiritual facts? Why is there this forgetfulness of the ideals by which our cause is inspired? How can the war cabinet fail to see that this progressive devastation of cities is threatening the roots of our civilization? In the end, both loved and reviled, George Bell was passed over to become the next Archbishop of Canterbury when William Temple died. 
See, the archbishop is appointed by the queen under the advice of the prime minister, and Winston Churchill severely disliked George Bell for his criticism of the war cabinet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a Winston Churchill fan generally, but these political leaders don't always get it right. And I think a little bit of this moment of Churchill's dislike of George Bell, a little bit like Ahab's dislike of a faithful prophet. In 2 Chronicles chapter 18, verse 7, listen to this word from Ahab. He says, There is still one prophet through whom we can inquire of the Lord, but I hate him because he never prophesies anything good about me, but always bad. Well, this is the role of prophets in every generation, to speak truth to evil wherever it is found, at home and abroad. This is the story of George Bell, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, 
and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with prayer number 43 on page 659, thinking about George Bell's commitment to justice. Almighty God, you created us in your own image. Grant us grace to contend fearlessly against evil and to make no peace with oppression and to help us use our freedom rightly in the establishment of justice in our communities and among the nations. To the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.